Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. You're listening to The Man That Can Project with Lockie Stewart, a global movement created to empower men and open up what's really going through their minds by having real and raw conversations about life's unique challenges, and our individual ways of processing it all. Welcome to the Man That Can Project. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Lockie Stewart, and I am the founder of the Man That Can Project and host of this incredible podcast. Now, for those who follow along closely, Uh, with Instagram and are a member of the uh, free Facebook group, you'll have seen that recently we've consistently started hitting 15,000 downloads a month. Now, I never set out with a specific goal around numbers. Uh, As I wrote in the post, my intention when I started uh, this podcast, which actually didn't start under the Man That Can Project, it was that long ago, uh, my intention was to share my learnings. It was almost like an audio journal of my life and the experiences that I was having, much like Instagram also allowed me to sort of write posts about that and and document uh, photos. So obviously, it's gone on to uh, be able to share the stories of incredible people from all around the world. Plus, now we're getting uh, a lot of great guests on here in, in terms of experts to share incredible tools and strategies and insights on how we can improve ourselves as men and you know basing that around the eight areas so it's a, an incredible thing that I'm really excited about and also very grateful to everyone who tunes in you know we've got listeners from all around the world which is not bad and it's sort of ties into today's uh, topic which is about striving for more but before we do if you haven't already liked or you know, subscribe to this podcast. Please do that now. And if you get value from these episodes, you know whether you let me know or share them on your social media. The more you guys take time to share it as a as a story, or even if you post about it, it has a huge positive impact to get these episodes in the ears of more men who need to hear the messages to you know be empowered and, and take ownership for their lives. So thank you guys uh, so much for all your support and you know, I look forward to connecting with you guys uh, in the Inner Circle program. So to find out more about that, you can head over to themanthatcanproject.com forward slash inner circle. I look forward to uh, helping you guys create some momentum in your life. And remember, that's a online program so you can join from all around the world, you know, which is perfect for all you listeners who aren't currently in Brisbane, Australia. But let's talk about it. Strive for more. So there were a few things that highlighted this 
for me or really made me reflect on it and want to put it into a podcast. One of the more recent ones was a photo that was taken with myself and my nephew at my 30th birthday and uh, I was crouching down um, with a non-alcoholic beer. How good are the non-alcoholic beers? A non-alcoholic beer and my nephew is standing beside me but looking at me. And it reminded me how much our actions are viewed and you know the, the potential, I'm not going to say ripple effect, but effect that it can have on the onlookers. And you know, take social media for an example. Some people may follow uh, the Man at Camp Project's content and get inspired and empowered and uh, educated. Others may, uh, you know, flip, you know, go on the flip side and it may challenge them, frustrate them, and they may hit that unfollow button. And as you know, that was really high. Uh, you know, I was thinking about that. We all, so not just myself, we all, every single one of you gentlemen listening right now have the ability to either empower and inspire. I'll repeat that. You have the ability to empower and inspire, okay, equally as much as some of your actions may traumatize or disempower, right? There's obviously various other things that our actions can do, but I want to highlight both sides because I know I have caused both the empowering and the inspiring, and I've also traumatized and disempowered people. And what it got me thinking about and what I want to pass on to you guys is the more intentional we are with our actions, the greater influence we're going to have. Every single day, right? and for the dads, you'll definitely resonate with this. I'm not a dad, but I spend a bit of time with my nephew someone is watching and someone is taking note of how you act. So not just what you say, but what you do. And that you know, happens just as much in the real world. I know there's a lot of people who watch how I act. Not just what I say on the podcast, I back up my actions. And there is also you know, equally as much people or many people that talk the talk but don't ever walk the walk and people lose trust, they aren't inspired, they may be even disempowered or, or uh, you know, don't feel the need to hang around you or you know, try to avoid you because you don't follow or hold yourself to that standard that you've set yourself supposedly as. So I want you to think about this, gents, on a daily basis. And I think about this all the time, all the time. And I do this and I reaffirm this to myself by doing my affirmations in the morning by reading, by meditating, by hanging around great people, it reminds me that I'm here to empower and, and inspire. And that starts with me. Right? I know if I'm not empowered myself, I know if I'm not inspired myself, I really struggle and I, you know, I'd call myself a fraud for trying to do that to other people. Inspire yourself first, man. Start with yourself. And we need to think about what standards do I need to have to do that, what inspires me, what empowers me. And, you know, by setting those standards, we can choose to live by those day in, day out. And one thing that I'm actually about to go live on, a, on Facebook for in a moment, and obviously depending on when you're listening to this podcast, uh, it's probably already been, but it's in the Facebook group. 
one thing that you know today has happened for me, and I speak about this openly all the time, that I experience sadness. I, I go through uh, self doubt and you know negative thoughts and emotions every month. Right? It feels like it's, it's just like clockwork. And today was a day like that for me, and I feel like the way I carried myself in my interactions was very disempowering. Was very potentially negative and I worked so hard to try and change my state of mind but I just felt in a, in, a, in a slump and this afternoon as I've been trying to get myself re-inspired, I thought about you know why, why potentially was I feeling low today? Why didn't I feel like striving more? Why was I playing a victim and being a grumpy bastard? And granted, you know, this is all okay. I'm not saying it's not okay. I'm just trying to understand why I experience things and I think it's very important for all of us to start understanding why we experience the highs and also why we experience the lows because the greater awareness we have, the more we can have control over outcomes in our life or, or feelings that we have. But I realize that you know most mornings I start with reading, I, I did that this morning, tick, coffee, tick. But what went missing for me? During the time that I commute, I love to listen to positive content, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a motivational video on YouTube. And for me today, that was the thing that was missing. And, and granted, I listen probably 90 minutes to two hours worth of podcast and audio a day. So it's a fair, fair bit. And today, I didn't do that. I chose to listen to music because the book that I'm reading at the moment was cool, you know, brought some stuff up for me. I don't know if anyone's ever had that before or maybe I'm just going through that midlife crisis at bloody 30. But it brought a lot of stuff up for me around mortality and, and the relationships that maybe I'm not prioritizing that I should. And because of that, I, I felt sad right, after reading this morning. So when I was you know, on my way to the office, I decided to put on some sad music. Fucking crazy. And... Looking back over the day, that for me is a massive highlight or a massive trigger as to maybe why my mood was the way that it was. Rather than reinforcing and fueling my mind with positive content that empowers me and inspires me, I was choosing to you know, remain sad and feed that negative emotion. Now, I'm not saying you know, it's a bad thing. It's definitely not. I I felt like and I chose to consciously make that decision to feed that because I felt like I wanted to feel sadness for a moment in time today. But, you know, I guess the, the learning for me through that moment was, okay, I've, I've, you know, been in the middle of that. I got to experience what I wanted from that, but now I need to be able to, you know, pull myself out of that. And knowing what I know now, what I would do faster than I originally did it was, after that, fuel myself with some positive content, whether it's a, a positive conversation with uh, someone that I know, whether it's a podcast or, like I said, a motivational thing. Do that to start fueling the brain to get me thinking in an empowered and inspired way. So it drives me to you know strive for more because every day, guys, every day I want to do better. I accept where I am. I accept who I am and I love where I am and I love who I am. But I want to get better because it's, it's you know, that, that quote and I can't remember who quote, quoted it, but you're either growing or you're dying. And for me, the, the process of 
understanding myself more, understanding my business more, understanding the people that I spend my time around with, understanding my clients more, understanding my hobbies more is exciting to me. Sometimes it's frustrating, sometimes it's challenging, sometimes I doubt myself, but it is exciting because when you see progress, it motivates me even more to work harder, to enjoy that because I love the satisfaction of proving to myself I can do more than I originally thought possible. And I guess I want to, you know, this, there is no flow of this conversation, but there was a few experiences today, like I mentioned, that brought this up for me. And, you know, I was chatting to my brother who lives in Ontario in, in Canada today. And, you know, we were chatting about, you know, his, his, his life at the moment and, you know, obviously my life as well. And one of the, the challenges for him personally was, you know, he doesn't feel like he has an environment like the one that we have over here. And I want to highlight this because he's not the first person who has said that to me. There has been people all around the world who have said that to me. Australia is a bit different with how people, uh, you know, interact and what people are driven to do. And I had to pull it up quick, much like I do with everyone else. I call bullshit on that. There are people exactly like I am. There are people exactly like you guys who are listening into this because I believe you are striving for more. I believe this podcast, you know, you guys will definitely resonate with because you're here investing time in it. There are people everywhere striving for more. Just like seven years ago before I was striving for more, before I got out of my rut, there were still people who were high achievers. There were still people who were striving for more. And in every place in the world, there are those people. They are there. We just have to look for them. They're not going to come and find us. No, they're too busy or not busy. They're focused on striving for more. That's what they're doing. They're not dwelling. And I said to my brother, and you know, I haven't actually thought about this too much, so I may listen back to this episode and, and change my perspective, but I'm going to say it anyway because I think it may spark some great conversation or at least plant a seed for some people. I asked my brother what he earned, right? And he earned, earns X amount a year. And I remember what I used to earn you know, a couple of years ago and the, the environment that I was around and the people that I got to hang around and generally how people at that, that same income level thought. And I'm not saying this is, this is not, you know, this is a generalization. This is not absolute, okay? But most of the people who were earning the same amount of income that I was weren't talking about the things that were going to get me to the income that I wanted or just get me to have the conversations that I needed to have. But the, the conversations that I feel I needed to have and that I have regularly and we have all the time within the uh, Men That Can Projects in a circle and just with my one-on-one clients is about life. It empowers, uh, in, sorry, inspires more self-awareness, uh, improves the emotional intelligence, helps us build deeper, more meaningful relationships with ourselves and those around us. Right? Generally, people who are thinking that way and who, are open, who have done essentially enough work to be able to have those conversations, to uh, you, you know, have their communication upskilled to that level are generally people who are earning more. So if people are drawn to money, think about this. If you want to get around people who are having the conversations that you want to be having, increase your value. 
And I don't necessarily mean net worth here. I mean your value. I increased my value before my net worth improved. I increased my communica- uh, improved my communication. I networked better. I started doing things for free. I started running events for free, which taught me a whole range of skills around setting up events and inviting sales, marketing, all of that sort of stuff. I did that for free, but it started to upskill myself so I became more valuable to more people, which as a result of that, got my, I improved my network with people who felt they could get value from what I had to offer. So when you look at potentially where you're at and use income as I guess as a base standard potentially to highlight, okay, well, if I'm earning X amount a year, the people that are potentially having the conversations that I feel I want to be having may be earning Y amount a year. What do I need to do to add value to those people? How can I add value to those people so I can hang around them, so I can have the conversation, so I can learn how to strive for more? Because guys, when we're looking to improve ourselves, right, that's whole striving for more. There's a rational, logical components of things, right? The skills, the, the processes that go into place. But then there's the emotional, right? The physiological, physiological, physiology that happens, which is generally what we need to hang around people who are doing that to understand. So for myself included, and one thing that I've, I've just uploaded a new video to the Inner Circle um, portal about creating the life that you want, and one of the questions in there is so powerful around how to improve your network and things that I've done to do that. Um, but doing that will you know, change the game. But we need to identify where we're at and we need to be hungry to strive for more. And you know, never forget that every action that you take, every thing that you say has the ability to empower, inspire, or as I mentioned earlier, disempower and, and, and you know, traumatize on a, I guess, a more hectic level. So keep that in mind. And if you want to keep that in the forefront of your mind moving forward, start practicing affirmations. I can't speak highly enough of that practice. It's such an powerful, powerful, it's such a powerful practice and it's simple and it's free. It just takes time investment and intention. So guys, if you got value from this, please, please, please leave a review and share it with a mate that you know would get value or share it on your stories or even do a post about it. It really helps us continue to grow uh, the Man That Can project and allow more and more men to be uh, or become aware about what we're doing here to help men, more men, sorry, take action for their lives and learn to love themselves and recognize the value that they have to give. Also, remember to check out the Inner Circle or head over to the website, themanthatcanproject.com forward slash Inner Circle to find out how you can get involved with us and start taking your life to that next level. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.